This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Well, it was bad from the job. Right. It was just bad. So, okay, so I think you have to separate out, like, the offense from the defense, right? Because this was just, this, this was definitely the worst performance from a defensive perspective. I would agree with that. Um, the offense did, you know, what it needed to do, I think, to come back and win this game. Now it was obviously not a good offensive performance by any metrics. And I think we can get into that, but yeah, I mean, this was like, what, this is like a nobody quarterback and he was just running all over you all game. Like you could not finish a single sack. You just like zero zero gap integrity, like no setting the edge, just like absolutely no rush. They have, I mean, you said it, it was just, it was so, it was embarrassing. It was an embarrassing defensive performance. And like, I think all the listeners know how I feel about Joe Barry and his scheme (laughs) and his soft ass zone. And like, I think the defense lost them this game because the offense came back and ended up like going up and, you know, being up one is being up one, but it's being up one, you know, like you played so soft and you just let them march down the field and score a field goal at the end. I have no words anymore for this defense because last week, like I said, I think the defensive players came up and made big plays, right? In the last few weeks, the defense has been playing quote unquote well And I think that's because the players have been making plays, right? Preston and Rashawn have been getting sacks. LVN got a sack. Like Keyshawn Nixon came up with a huge interception. But then you're getting these players. And, like, it's not a knock, right? You lose Quay Walker. You don't have Jair. You're losing your star players. Your star players who I think really cover for a terrible scheme. When your players are not making big plays – it's really exposing like just how bad this defense like really is at its like baseline at its foundation. And I don't want to hear they haven't given up that many points. I don't want to hear any of that. Like by DVOA, they are at bottom of the league. They are like 28 now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like this is bad. Like if this team gets into the playoffs, it is because 
this offense figured it out. Like this defense is bad. And again, I don't think it's because of the players. I think the players actually like make up for the fact that the scheme is just so, so abysmal. And I'm so ready to move on from this like soft, prevent, terrible, disgusting bullshit that we watched last night. Because again, if you go up against Patrick Mahomes, sure, but your inability to change the way you play week to week is the problem. You're going up against Tommy DeVito, like send the damn house. You couldn't get him down once. And again, it doesn't help that like your guys aren't tackling, right? Or that, I like I said, there's no gap integrity. Like there are were execution issues for sure. I'm not excusing that, right? It was bad all around, but it starts and ends with what you're calling. <laughs> and the calls were bad. And I think the concern too, you know, we talked about what this Packers team could be in the playoffs, if they made the playoffs, what they had to do to get there. This was a Giants team that was averaging 13.3 points a game, and they put up 24 points. As it stands right now, the Cowboys are the second seed. The Packers would be the seventh seed. The Cowboys are first in the league in points for. They're averaging 32 points a game. And you're telling me that the, the Packers are going to go to Dallas and somehow have a chance against that offense no. when the Giants... But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can't yeah. get it together yeah. against one of the worst offenses in football, then why even go? Like, what's the point of the playoffs? Like, <laughs> yes, 100%. It's just, it's a level of like playing down to your competition that I find really discouraging. And once again, you, I kind of, as I was watching last night, was saying to myself, okay. We expected the ups and downs. This was going to be a roller coaster season. We've had a huge high for the last month. So maybe this is just bringing us all back down to earth a little bit. And then I rewatched the game. And no, <laughs> no, no. This was bad from start to finish, from all phases. I mean, we got to talk about special team, like the penalty. This was the Packers self-inflicting wounds. This was an absolutely winnable game at every stage, at every point, at every quarter. And like, that's not to say that the Packers defense just to stick with that side of the ball didn't make some great stops at certain points, right? They did. But the situational defense, as we've said all season, you feel like a broken record, still remains atrocious I mean you didn't even force and I'm focusing on the last drive because the last drive lost the game and I just think it is the perfect microcosm of why I have such an issue with the Joe Barry defense which is you gave up you let them dink and dunk you all they needed was a field goal because the two-point conversion didn't work which okay you need a three and out you need a sack you need to push them backwards no Five yard, five yard, five yard, run, run, run. Little dink and dunk the whole way. You don't even make them use a timeout. You let them get to the sideline, not a single contested catch, nothing, no aggression, nothing, just soft, soft, soft. They got downed into field goal range in like 50 seconds. 
And we've seen it time and time again. Like, this is not the first time. And this isn't Justin Herbert. And this isn't Patrick Mahomes. And this isn't Dak Prescott. This is fucking Tommy DeVito. <laughs> like, oh, Marone. What are we doing? Yeah, it's it's just inexcusable the way that they've played the last couple weeks to regress that much. And, you know, we talked about it. Jacob and I talked about it in the preview show, like, there were going to be ups and downs and it was impossible for this to be a Packers team that was going to beat the Lions, beat the chiefs and just, you know, go on like a seven straight win streak into the playoffs. Like that was never going to happen. This was, they were going to hit a number of bumps and you know, another bump was coming, but when you're playing an opponent like the giants with the, the record that they had, they had no Mm -hmm. offense going into this game. Mm -hmm. Their offense was Saquon Barkley. This could have and should have been a statement kind of win for the Packers. And Jacob and I said that, like, this is the kind of team that you want to win, like, 31 to 14. Like, when you play down to to an opponent like that, it, we said, like, this has the potential to get close, and you don't want to let it get close because the Giants have nothing to lose. The Packers are in control of their own destiny, and they fumbled. You know, they just completely fumbled the bag at that point. And I think that's another kind of glaring concern is we had said the last couple weeks the Packers you know the easy things look easy and the hard stuff is starting to look easy and everything's clicking and all of a sudden the easy stuff looked really hard last night and that's really concerning and sure you don't have Christian Watson and sure you don't have a couple of these pieces but that's not enough to make up for going up against like the 30th ranked offense they were the 31st offense in red zone and third downs and everything was just so easy for the Giants and I think that's the main concern here is because they didn't have a Justin Jefferson or a DJ Moore or a you know a Devonte Adams there was nobody you had to worry about and now you're going up against Mike Evans and Chris Godwin <clears throat> potentially Justin Jefferson if he's healthy which he should be by the time they play you know like the opponents are going to get harder now and you dropped the game that probably should have been the biggest layup left on the schedule well, they had one guy to worry about, and they still gave up 200 yards on the ground. Yeah, I mean, this is, what, the fourth time this season that you're giving up 200 yards on the ground? And, like, I'm sorry. That is inexcusable. I don't care who is on the other side. Like, once again, this happened against the fa- – it happens against what, – what bothers me the most is that It happens against teams where you want to force them to throw the ball. Like you want to go into this game and sell out for the run because their only weapon is Saquon Barkley. You want to load the box. You want to stop Saquon and you want to force Tommy DeVito to throw the ball. You watch the first quarter of that game. He's airmailing guys. He couldn't, he didn't complete a pass until like halfway through the second quarter. And yet you are giving up yards on the ground why for what prevent the deep shot Tommy DeVito doesn't have a deep shot like that's that's my thing is that I said it just before is that there's no like changing of the game plan depending on who you're playing and so like you watch the Chiefs game and it's like and you just said it like they're gonna go to Dallas and you're thinking well maybe it works against Dallas because like that's a team that you do game plan, but no, 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 you can't, you can't, no, 
I, I, I have no more excuses. And I, like, I would love to hear from the players, like, honestly, about how they're feeling. Because I hope they're embarrassed. Like, I genuinely hope that they're embarrassed by the performance that they put on the field last night. They did not get a single sack. They did not get – they got, like, what, two quarterback hits? Mm-hmm. They gave up – They the Giants were incredibly efficient on third down – the only fumble, like the turnover that they got was a turf turnover. Like the Packers it did was self-inflicted. Not, yeah. The Packers did not earn that turnover. That was luck. And there were just an incredible amount of other like self-inflicted wounds by the Packers. And I I we obviously didn't record together, but like if I had to give you my kind of like keys to this game, it would have been don't beat yourselves. Like this is yeah. a perfect example of a game where you go in, you play clean football, you don't turn it over, you don't make stupid mistakes, you stop Saquon Barkley, you don't give up 200 yards on the ground, you don't keep this close. You win this game handedly. You just said it. And they did all they did all of the things to lose this game. They handed the Giants this game. 